Welcome to the Faithful Music Master Podcast, Musings of a Forever Musician Learner. This is Opening Up the Bible, Episode 6, the sixth Sunday after Pentecost. Hello, thank you for joining me today, and I'm sorry for the delay in this podcast. It turns out I do not have all my notes ready to record um, throughout the week. And I actually have some strong feelings about this week's gospel, feelings that I hope I can turn into coherent words in the future. Today's podcast will be but the surface of those thoughts, so I hope I'll be able to develop this into a more in-depth blog post or something more um, in the future. So the tea I have with me today is this Korean yuja cha, which is a citrus tea. Um, I really enjoy it, and... um, It's just something that'll help me get through uh, today. Today's gospel is from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 6, verses 1 through 13. Jesus came to his hometown, and his disciples followed him. On the Sabbath he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astounded. They said, Where did this man get all this? What is this wisdom that has been given to him? What deeds of power are being done by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, and brother of James, and Joseph, and Judas, and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Then Jesus said to them, Prophets are not without honor, except in their hometown, and among their own kin, and in their own house. And he could do no deed of power there, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and cured them. And he was amazed at their unbelief. Then he went about among the villages teaching. He called the twelve and began to send them out two by two, and gave them authority over the unclean spirits. He ordered them to take nothing for their journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, but to wear sandals and not to put on two tunics. He said to them, Wherever you enter a house, stay there until you leave the place. If any place will not welcome you and they refuse to hear you as you leave, shake off the dust that is on your feet as a testimony against them. So they went out and proclaimed that all should repent. They cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and cured them. And they tripped over themselves because of it. Scandalizo, which means to set up a tripping block, is the word that is translated here as, quote-unquote, took offense. I would prefer to say something that we still use even in English today, that they tripped over themselves in their logic around how they perceived Jesus. Everybody around Jesus couldn't believe what they were hearing. The wisdom, the authority, the miracles, the work, the movement, and they couldn't believe it to the point that they were tripping over themselves. I think of those politicians who dodge questions or stutter just to keep up with disinformation and untruths. I think of the church leaders, the priests, the bishops, 
all leaders who twist all the words of the Bible to become some sort of discriminatory mush. People trip themselves over the fact that a man who was probably not brought up as a great scholar could lead so effectively. This is the same problem with elitism in different communities. In the LGBTQ plus community, racism and imagism run rampant. We give so much credence and room for thin, white, cisgendered men. They have become the face of the community, but moreover, their priorities and goals have become the main objectives for the whole community, it feels. How many gay men have given up on the movement for rights for trans people, for people of color, for economic justice, for equity? How many people have put down their flags and have put down their signs just because they now have their rights? There is so much work to do. But since it's not the work for the dominant group, these cisgendered, thin, white men, the one that is portrayed as ideal, as great, and as acceptable, the work doesn't get the focus anymore. I can't tell you how many white gay men, especially older ones, who have told me that I should stop complaining, that the work is done, that the movement is dead. I just have to remember Jesus' example and press onwards, putting in the work, training more people, sending people out, and completing the mission. I can't even imagine how Jesus would have been treated today in the Episcopal Church. Looking at the different organizations around the church, I see that there's a priority given for people with collars, people with PhDs, and white people. In this church, there is very little room for any other people to give any sort of influence. Even whenever anti-racism training, quotes, books, or other resources are shared, they have to be endorsed by this elite group just to get any traction across the church. People today still refer to the church as being just in the United States. They call it the National Church, despite having many dioceses all over Latin America, in addition to other communities and dioceses in Asia and in Europe. In addition to that, we have such a large body resisting any sort of modernization, especially with the backlash against modernizing the Book of Common Prayer, instead ensuring that only the words of one white English man from the 17th century holds the last authority. Jesus interpreted the scriptures in a new way, and he also pushed for more inclusion, calling the tried and true quote-unquote Pharisaic and Sadduceic traditions into question. Who knows if the house of bishops would even give Jesus the light of day, or even give, to even give a message, let alone train and educate the masses. The issue of Jesus not being able to perform many miracles could be because people were trying to keep Jesus out of their box, their well-ordered caste system. Because the people were so obsessed with the fact that Jesus did not have the pedigree they wanted him to have, they did not invite him to work the work of God in their lives. In the same way, when we assume that a given background will not be worth listening to, we miss out. We miss out on new, new ideas. We miss out on techniques that could very well work so much better than what we know. Wherever we go, we have to remember that Jesus sent us. However, 
We are not called to waste away in places that only serve to harm us. Jesus sent his students into different places, but he told them not to stay in a place if they were not welcomed. This can often come across as a difficult message for us to follow because we often have this colonial mindset of going everywhere in the world and force our ideas onto others, no matter what happens. Throughout history, different colonizing figures who were killed because of their harmful actions are confused and conflated with and celebrated as martyrs for the faith. What we need to remember is Jesus' examples of evangelism in the Gospels. In this particular instance, Jesus had been training and teaching his students for a while, probably telling them about other details for whenever they would go into other places to evangelize and perform miracles. Not only that, we have documentation about the disciples being reprimanded for trying to impose their own ideals onto the Jesus movement. When they try to correct others who are performing miracles and bringing others to God, Jesus celebrates them rather than try to diminish them. When the students advocate for violence, Jesus reprimands them and reminds them about what their actual mission is. Evangelism is a complex art, and we have to remember to listen to Jesus through our prayer and study when we are preparing to evangelize. Then we have to remember that Jesus warned us to dust off our feet and walk away whenever we are not welcomed into an area. He never instructed to evangelize over all other costs. And so, in the end, we cannot allow for our prejudices to isolate ourselves from the blessings and the grace that God has for us. We also need to remember that we are not called to be colonizers for God or crusaders for God. Instead, we have to listen and accept the guidance and teachings of Jesus in all that we do. So the song I wanted to suggest for this week, or today, basically, because it's done, um, it's a song that talks about evangelism in the way that the gospel teaches us today. Rather than making a goal about making our churches larger and forcing others to conform to our ideals, this song reminds us about the goals of peace and love. The song, Enviado Soy de Dios, is a traditional Latin American song, and it can be found in El Himnario as number 319. It's easy to sing and learn, and even the Spanish lyrics, which are few and quite repetitive, can be learned by people new to the language. And trust me, I've taught this to um, English monolingual people before, and it's gone quite well. So here's the Spanish text. Enviado soy de Dios, mi mano lista está, para construir con él un mundo fraternal. Los ángeles no son enviados a cambiar un mundo de dolor por un mundo de paz. Me ha tocado a mí hacerlo realidad. Ayúdame, Señor, a hacer tu voluntad. And the translation is, I am sent by God. My hands are ready to build a world of love. The angels are not sent to change a world of pain into a world of peace. It's my duty to make this happen. Help me, Lord, to do your will. Enviado soy de Dios, mi mano lista está para construir con él un mundo fraternal. Enviado soy de Dios. 
hacerlo realidad. Ayúdame, Señor, a hacer tu voluntad. Enviado soy de Dios, mi mano lista está para construir con Él un mundo fraternal. Enviado soy de Dios, mi mano lista está para construir con Él un mundo fraternal. Los ángeles no son enviados a cambiar un mundo de dolor por un mundo de paz. Me ha tocado a mí hacerlo realidad. Ayúdame, Señor, a hacer tu voluntad. Los ángeles no son enviados a cambiar un mundo de dolor por un mundo de paz. Me ha tocado a mí hacerlo realidad. Ayúdame, Señor, a hacer tu voluntad. Ayúdame, Señor, a hacer tu voluntad. Ayúdame, Señor, a hacer tu voluntad. Thank you so much for joining and listening to me. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Also, feel free to reach out to me via Instagram or Twitter. I'll keep links in the show description. And um, please check that description for um, any other links and notes and kind of stuff that I've talked about. And I hope to see you next time. Thank you very much. Have a nice day.